Hi, this is Mary Barnett, Mobile Mary, from Another Brilliant Idea and Brilliant Mobile Messaging, and you're listening to the Eat Blog Talk Podcast. Hey, awesome food bloggers. Before we dig into this episode, I have a really quick favor to ask you. Go to your favorite podcast player, go to Eat Blog Talk, scroll down to the bottom where you see the ratings and review section. Leave eBlog Talk a five-star rating if you love this podcast and leave a great review. This will only benefit this podcast. It adds value. And I so very much appreciate your efforts with this. Thank you so much for doing this. Okay, now on to the episode. Food bloggers, hey, how are you today? Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, the podcast for food bloggers looking for value and confidence that will move the needle forward in your business. This episode is sponsored by Rank IQ. I am your host, Megan Porta, and you are listening to episode number 304. Today, Mary Barnett is here to chat about social media strategies that will grow engagement. Mary Barnett, also known as Mobile Mary in the industry, is a text marketing and social media expert. And her company, Another Brilliant Idea Inc., helps business owners and restaurants use social media to grow a database that they own so they can reach their best customers offline, giving them what they want instantly and on demand to increase sales and brand loyalty. Hello, Mary. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's such a pleasure to have you here on the podcast. Oh, me too. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I'm excited. And, you know, we have a lot to talk about with social media and text marketing. But before we dig into that, we would love to hear what your fun fact is. (laughs) Well, my fun fact, and I think we're going to get into this in a little bit more detail, um, and maybe not a lot of people know this, but we technically don't own social media. I know it's a shocker, but you know, there's some big guys up there that do own it and control everything. So it's important that we use social media as a phenomenal platform to get our message out there. But it's our responsibility to build a list of people who know, like, and trust you based on your wonderful reputation on social media um, and build a list so you have the ability to talk to them instantly and on demand whenever you want to, because that is the basis of every business is, is your customers. Well, that leads into our conversation nicely. And I liked how you framed that. It's like thinking of it like borrowed territory almost. Yes. Which is <laughs> kind of scary, right? right. <laughs> it's not right. ours. It's not our territory. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I want everyone to hear because you mentioned your name is Mary Barnett, but you also go by Mobile Mary, which I think is kind of intriguing. So can you tell everyone <laughs> where you got that name? Sure, of course. Well, um, I know this is not a video, um, and so my little joke is that um, I've been in business now 34 years, and I'm only 35, and I smile and, of course, look cute, and everyone bursts into laughter, but <laughs> but um, <laughs> I started my business very young, you know, not at zero, but, you know, close, um, but I was had a marketing firm, basically, for 20 years, and about almost 15 years ago, I was actually working with a client, uh, Uh, Kawasaki, you might have heard of them, they make motorcycles. And they were kind of complaining that their dealers were whining to them that they weren't sending them enough business. And so I had read this amazing article about this text marketing. Um, Flip phones were basically in everyone's hip pocket. Um, The smartphone 
had just come out that year, the iPhone in 2007. And I said, well, why aren't you marketing to them where they are? Like literally mobile. They're on their motorcycles. They're not waiting at home for their direct mail. They're not, you know, they might be looking at a billboard, but they're not, you know, opening their email from their phone because it wasn't a thing yet. And um, so it took two years to convince their agencies (laughs) that this would work because literally it had never been done on a national scale before, but don't give me a challenge because when you tell me I can't do something, I'm like, I'm the baby of six kids. I'm like, you're not the boss of me. So um, I basically, um, with help some very smart engineers, we built a platform that allowed our customers to build a list of customers who wanted them, right? Wanted information. They know, like, and trust them. And we, in the summer of 2009, we drove over 93,000 new customers to the dealerships across the country. And I was like, OMG, like in 20 years of business, I've never had that kind of return or conversion on any marketing campaign I'd ever done. I was literally, even though we built it, I was blown out of the water. And I was like, oh my God, I bet these strategies would help other people. So I totally dove headfirst into mobile marketing. Of course, it was right when the recession was in full swing and people were like, what? New? People will carry their phone around? What? I'm like, just believe me, this is mobile's the future and the future is now. now. So I started this radio show and my producer said, because that was kind of my opening, you know, uh, song, you know, they, you know, mobile, you know, they did this whole thing, mobile, whatever. And, uh, and he goes, oh, my gosh, you should go by Mobile Mary. It's all you talk about is mobile, mobile, mobile. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That's oh, it stuck. Let's do it, man. So I was like, uh, you know, the Barely Mobile Marketing Show with Mobile Mary. The mobile's the future. The future is now. Like, they did this whole thing. And um, so, yeah, it just started from there. And so I started speaking on stages. Most people thought I was crazy. They thought, wow, why would you carry a mobile, like a phone around with you? We leave it in our car. It's a family phone. We leave it at home for emergencies. I'm like, okay, five to 10 years from now, you're going to go, wow, that Mobile Mary <laughs> She really knew what she was talking about because you're not going to leave the house without your phone, your wallet, and your keys. And people were like, ah, you're crazy. And hello, it's a come true today. So I'm very excited about that. (laughs) Your prediction definitely came true because nobody is without their phone right now, right? Right. You almost panic when you don't have it. Like I've literally turned around a mile from my house to go back to get my phone. It's crazy. Yeah. I know. I know. It's like a security thing or something. (laughs) My husband has this thing. He says... Every time he leaves home, he does keys, wallet, phone, and <laughs> just like, yeah, like you need your phone, you need your keys, you need your wallet. It's, it's like the mobile market. Are they all there? Right? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, I want to hear more about mobile marketing and text marketing, but first, I would love to hear about your thoughts about social media. You kind of touched on this in your fun fact, but we don't own social media, so can you expand on that a little bit? Of course. So for a long time, a lot of my customers would tell me, you know, oh, man, I don't even need my website anymore. Like, I'm just going to build my everybody's on Facebook. Everybody's on LinkedIn or whatever. So I'm just going to fill that up. So they were like starting to ignore their blogs, which you guys, I know your listeners are all bloggers and are so smart, by the way, because literally blogs are your real estate that you can plant your flag in. Um it, the blogs are so important and people started ignoring them. They were putting all their content on social media, basically feeding the beast that was owned by others. Um, and so, you know, I kept saying, well, at least like, at least when you write your blog, like put a, you know, put that content on it, but keep it on your blog, drive them back to your website. Like I would always preach that. So it's so cool that I'm talking to you about blogs. Um, 
And people were like, oh, yeah. And then one day, you know, God forbid, Facebook went down and they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, well, I'm like, what do you expect? You don't own it. I mean, it was only down for, I don't know, six hours. I can remember the date. It was like people literally lost. I remember that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It was funny. And I was like, see, like you. And then, you know, with everything that was happening um, with the lockdown and with politics, all that garbage. If you said one wrong thing. Like the, some fact checker would look at you and go, well, you said one wrong word. We're just, you know, we're kicking you off. And like, even if people didn't do anything wrong, they were being kicked off. Um, and so I had so many people coming to me and saying, you know, what do I do? What do I do? Now, the ones that already had built a list were like, thank you so much for convincing me to do this. Because now, because like during the lockdown, we have a lot of restaurants. And I know that you you talk, you know, obviously eat blog talk, love that. Um, so we have a lot of restaurants that use it. And the restaurants that had built a list, they didn't see a blip. In fact, they actually made more money because they could let people know, hey, we're open. We're clean. We deliver. Like, and we have this in our system. We have a way that you can actually, um, it's called a text buzzer. And you could like text people when their table's ready or when their order's ready to be picked up. So it was like they all of a sudden owned, like they were so excited because they were like felt so in, in control and they had the power to talk directly to their customers. And then over the years, like sadly, and I always joke about this, when Mark Zuckerberg finally had a baby, um, I was like, well, you know, he has to feed that baby. So that's why we have Facebook ads right? He has to feed that baby. <laughs> so it kind of like at the same time kind of happens. It was always my joke. But um, I know your your listeners are laughing hysterically right now. But <laughs> um, yeah, so it kind of coincided all of a sudden Facebook. Had, so then Facebook and all the other channels became pay to play. So if you were doing anything on your business page, all of a sudden you weren't getting any organic reach, you know, so we're like, hey, like what's going on, right? We were so, ex- you know, expecting this to be free forever. But when you don't own something, as you said, you're living on borrowed territory. Um, you don't. So I'm all about empowerment and um, owning your business, literally owning it where you own all the assets of your business um, because you owe that to yourself. You've worked hard. You know, you've written your blog. I don't know how often that most people are writing blogs these days, but at least once a week, maybe once a month. But you put your blood, sweat and tears in that. And if, you know, something happened to that, and it was sucked away from you. Oh, my God. It's like. You like you start mourning it, right? Like, oh my gosh, you know, my baby. Um, and so by having a way to reach your customers, again, I'm I'm a big promoter of email. I know that's how most people get out their uh, information about their new blog. They have a lot of RSS feeds and things like that, which is awesome. But in addition, it's just really good to have business insurance um, to build that list. And if Ken, there's a whole strategy, and we can talk about that too. But whole strategy about building a list. Um, and nurturing it and treating it like gold. Um, but it just, I feel like businesses owe it to themselves. And it's so inexpensive <laughs> to do so. Um, it just takes a little effort and a little forethought to say, you know what, I need to give people the opportunity to join my list so I can bring them value. That's something that they appreciate that will serve them well. Um, and it's just a win-win. So when you talk about building your list, you're talking about email and also mobile right? Like, so acquiring phone numbers as well? Yes. So what's cool about text marketing, um, as long as you do it with a certified, like viable company, of course, like ours, um, that is, you know, um, plays by the FCC rules. So the FCC actually is really stringent um, nowadays because of the whole CAN-SPAM Act. Um, They didn't initiate the CAN-SPAM Act um, 
until too late, really, for email. So that's why people have so much junk email. Um, people just buying lists and spamming you, right? I'm sure you can relate to that, right? But it's actually illegal for you to spam people with a text message. So if anybody ever sends you a text message that you did not sign up for, if you literally um, screenshot it and or or um, you could actually say stop. And if for some reason it doesn't stop, because that m- most FCC approved um, channels will do that. It'll stop the message and literally suck them off the phone um, or off the software. But if they're not, if they're doing it illegally. You can literally call the um, your your carrier, and they will shut that number down. I mean, it's serious business. So you know, I have customers will come and say, "Can I just buy a list of people who are interested in you know skincare or interested in restaurant or whatever?" I'm like, "No, I'm so sorry. You have to build it organically. It does take work, but it'll be so worth it because the people on your list will actually want your messages if you." bought a list and spam people, they would be mad at you. They wouldn't come to your restaurant. They wouldn't come. They wouldn't go to your blog because they'd be like, oh, my God, who are these, you know, weirdos? So it's really good to take the time to do it. And it's not that hard. I mean, you're basically um, offering them something that they want and then giving it to them. So it's super simple. Um, It's just doing it in a way that um, that makes sense to your audience. So I get spammed all the time on my phone and I didn't know that you could do that. So all I have to do is screenshot it, send it to AT&T yes, and with the exactly. phone number and they will take care of it. It will shut them down. Yeah. But first respond by saying stop. Do I've that tried again. that so many yeah, times. Okay. <laughs> then, yeah. Then they're obviously doing it illegally. So okay. yeah. Um, so definitely screenshot it, which, you know, would, would have the phone number at the top and then yeah, just email to them or they might even have like we we can actually activate landlines with our software. So a lot of big companies who want to use text marketing as a customer service option, um, you can call or text their main number. So a lot of um, like the carriers, I'm assuming, have probably the same thing. So you, there might be a number you can just text that screenshot to. OK, great to know. So you talked about organically acquiring a list. Can you mm-hmm. talk us through how to do that? Oh, sure. So um, there's there's a few different ways to do it. So um, when you're basically gathering a list, the a software like ours, Brilliant Mobile, um, allows you to set up a keyword that people would text in to a number. So we have shared short codes, which is like a five digit number. Um, like um, you can text the word Mary to the number 71441. Okay. And then in response, you'll get an autoresponder, right? That says, I can't remember what that one says because I have a number of keywords. It might, I use one keyword for like when I publicly speak, I do use another keyword on my website. I need another keyword so I know where they're coming from. So a keyword actually allows you to create a specific database for a certain reason. So like tomorrow, I'm doing a um, free masterclass on, I know this won't be out, so it'll be over time, <laughs> but I'm doing a masterclass on building micro courses. And so I set up one of my keywords. It's the word brilliant and the short code is 40691. So if anyone texts the word brilliant to the number 40691, um, even if it's after the fact, I'll of course change it for something else, but they'll actually get a link to the Zoom call that I'm going to be doing. It'll be, it'll give them the date and time. But when they do that, what's cool is they've now opted in because they're interested in this micro course. Okay. So they, up until like an hour before the course, it's basically saying, Hey, welcome, super excited, save this date. And here's the link. And then an hour before the call, uh, masterclass tomorrow, I'll send out another message that says, 
so excited. Grab your your pad of paper and a cup of coffee, and we're getting started at 10 a.m. Here's the link again. So everyone who's interested is now going to get a friendly reminder. So like, oh, great things. I was getting distracted. You know, I'm, I'm writing my blog or I'm feeding the dog or whatever it is, right? They're like, oh, thank you. And it's so convenient, right? Because like everyone now is using text because it works, right? Dentists remind you of their appointment. Your hair salon reminds you of your appointment. Um, it's one of the big um, reasons for text marketing for that. Um, but anyway, so that's that's a short code. You can also, um, our system uh, and maybe other platforms do the same thing, creates a QR code for that same thing. So when you open it, so you see a QR code like on an ad or on a social, like an image, you can hold your phone up to it and it actually opens up a text message that's pre-populated with that keyword. Again, we're, I'm, it's very targeted marketing, right? So I'm targeting that I want, again, let's use this example, to the micro course. So, so they scan that QR code, it'll basically open up and it'll pre-filled in the word brilliant and all they have to do is hit send. Okay, so I always say scan, click, send. So that's the second way you can do it. The third way is that we have web forms, which I'm sure everyone listening to this knows what that is because with, you know, software like ConvertKit or whatever, they put web forms. So you can actually create a web form to do the exact same thing on your blog. You can have a little box that says put in your name and your and your phone number and again, our service also collects email, it collects birthdays, it collects your favorite color, like whatever you want to collect from your audience. Um, because we also have a done for you service, which I call te um, text funnels, that we literally build a text funnel. So kind of like a sequence of emails, when for someone first opts in to get a message from you, you can do the same thing with text marketing. Um there's a balance there. I, I believe that you have a balance between text and email and social uh, because you never know where your audience wants their information or they or they get their information. So there, there is a strategy to it. But it's basically you think about it. It's just like building an email list. But it's but the, our first priority is their phone number. And then we ask, what's your email or what's your birthday? Something like that. Hmm. This is definitely a unique strategy for food bloggers. And I was just trying to think about how we could apply it to our businesses. And one of the th ideas that I had, maybe you have some more, Mary, um, is if you are doing cooking classes and you want to let people know maybe what's coming up for a cooking class, either in person or virtual that you were hosting and then yes. letting them know like right before it, it's, you know, like maybe a day before the cooking class, like, hey, don't forget, go get your ingredients. And then also remind awesome. them like an hour before, like, can't wait to see you. I love it. Um, I think I that would be a, yeah. yeah, that would be a great way to use it. But I'm trying to think like, do you have any other ideas? Sure, kind of, sure. I mean, obviously, you know what food bloggers businesses are about because you like you described it so well before, like we have <laughs> blogs and we, you know, manage social, social media and all of that. So what other right. ideas do you have? Sure, sure. Well, I really like your idea about maybe the day before sending out a, a link that has a whole recipe list. Um, or check it so they could check it off in the grocery store, make sure they have everything before the class. Because that's kind of where I was talking about the sequencing, like building a funnel to bring them to the events you're trying to promote. You can also obviously send a link, like a PayPal link or a Venmo link or something. So they have to pay you before the, <laughs> the class um, to make sure that they're doing it. So that's, you know, can y'all have to eat. So, right. So you have to monetize. Um, but with food bloggers, I'm assuming that, as you mentioned before, that you do take advertising on your blogs. Um, it might be a value add to, again, you'd have to be upfront about this with your audience, that if you had a sponsor, let's say, um, I'm trying to think, 
if you had an Italian cooking show and your sponsor was like a fancy Parmesan cheese. I'm trying to can't think of a name of one. Um, and you might say to your audience, hey, um, I'm going to be uh, using text marketing to make sure you don't miss one of my cooking shows. Um, and because we're so graciously sponsored by, let's call them, you know, Abendanza <laughs> Parmesan, um, if it's okay with you, when you opt in, we'll actually once a month send you a coupon that you can use for Abendanza Parmesan that you won't get anywhere else. So you're, if you opt into my list, not only will you get reminders of when my cooking classes are, have the opportunity to be the first to get into the VIP area of my cooking show or, you know, however you want to layer your different. I used to do a lot of sponsorship marketing, um, you know, then opt in. And remember, you're going to be getting some really cool deals with when you're joining my VIP club. And so you have Abadanza saying, wow, here's this blogger. So now it, it puts you as a cut ahead or a cut above. You know, here's a blogger that not only maybe drives 5,000 people to an online cooking class. But on top of that, I have the ability, and I'm thinking like a sponsor, I have the ability to talk directly to their people. Now, you don't share that list with them unless that's something you, again, tell your audience, hey, I'm sharing this with Abendanza Parmesan. But you'd be like, no, you control it as a blogger. You're saying, Abendanza, if you want access to my 5,000 live, you know, viewers, then you have to sponsor me. And, and you give me the ability to send them out like a $5 off coupon or whatever it is, right? And then it becomes this real value add to not only that sponsor, but to your audience because they know they can only get that through you. Mm. So special offers, VIP, I didn't think of that, VIP upgrades um, mm. to other things you offer. And then also just like any bonus, people love bonuses. So if you're oh, 100%. Like yeah. in the exclusive bonus group, then... I can see yeah. people being all on board with that. Oh, yeah. In fact, you could do something where, you know, like when, you know, when there was more live events, I know it's, we're finally getting back to that, which is awesome. But the if you were a VIP, you got to enter the room first. So you could talk to other VIPs and you could meet the speaker and, you, you know, you have that little, you know, 30 minute schmooze fest for the rest of the crowd comes into the room. Right. So you could actually send out something to only VIPs that allows them to come in to a question and answers, um, I'm thinking of your cooking show idea, a question and answer time that nobody else gets access to so they can get all the extra prep and stuff that they might not have, you know, so when they're, it's time to cook, they're ahead of the game between people who aren't VIPs. So you could actually sell that. Like we once had a vitamin shop and they're more like a natural food store, but they, they made a lot of their money in vitamins. But the challenge was, is people were running out of vitamins. They weren't remembering to buy them again. And this was really before Amazon, really. Um, and so they basically sold our tech service as a value add. And again, this was before you could set reminders on your own phone. <laughs> they actually, for $5 a month, they would actually sell their customers the ability for the um, the company to text them because it was all automated, of course, every day at whatever time they set it was like seven o'clock. It reminded them to take their vitamins, which I know sounds silly, but it was a big deal then. And then at about day 22, it would say, hey, it's about time to order your vitamins again. Here's a link. And then people are like, oh, my gosh, you're right. I'm out. So they would click a link and they would order their next month of vitamins. So oh, it became a creative maker. Yeah, it was. So there's a lot of fun things you can do. But again, it's all about it's permission based marketing. And so you have to be completely transparent with your audience. If you ever start trying to pull a fast one and, you know, oh, and then like, you know, you, you tell them it's about one thing, but you're really delivering something else. 
That's the fastest way to get people to opt off your list. But if you treat these people with kid gloves, which I'm sure all of your bloggers do, I mean, they're they're so grateful for people to come read their blog and interact with them online so they can make money on ads and they can make a living to feed their family. When you treat your customers like that, like gold, um, they will not only be loyal for life, but they're going to refer their friends because like on our system, we actually have a way that you can share coupons. And if the person you share it with opts in to receive that coupon, you can get another reward. So it's like refer referral rewards. So they, so when they get the, the thing, if they get the coupon for that Abandanza Parmesan, and then you've, um, you've given uh, the ability to share it, they can share that with their best friend and say, Hey, I thought you might like this $5 off too. And then the system basically says, just reply with this word and and we'll send you that coupon. And the minute their friend does that and they have now added to their list, right? They've now grown the list uh, virally. Um, they, their, the original friend who shared it now gets a bonus. They're like, now they got like a, a $10 off coupon or something. And it's all automated. So people don't have to even think about it. It's, it's actually brilliant. And that's why we call our software Brilliant Mobile. <laughs> hey, food bloggers. I would love to take just a minute to tell you about my new favorite keyword research tool, Rank IQ. Why is it my favorite? I will give you my top three reasons. One, I save a ton of time writing blog posts. Two, it's providing me with killer traffic. And three, because of that increased traffic, I'm making more money. Here's the strategy I've been using since the start of 2022. I have been publishing between one and three, typically on the higher end, so two to three, new non-recipe posts per week, all of which have been researched and run through the optimizer within Rank IQ. It is now the beginning of May, so I've been doing this for a handful of months, and I am already seeing such great results. My traffic so far in 2022 is up 37% year over year when compared to the same time period in 2021. All thanks to this content I'm creating through Rank IQ. As I produce more of this content and get further into the year, I anticipate that it is going to gain even more momentum and take off. Also, all of that non-recipe content I'm creating in these posts supports my other content in some way. So this could be a positive signal to Google that I'm an authority in those certain sub-niches within my blog. Go to rankiq.com to sign up and see for yourself how amazing this tool is. Okay, now back to the episode. Wow, my wheels are turning over here because I'm just trying to think of other ways to explore this outside of cooking classes. What about delivering exclusive content? So maybe like exclusive recipes or anything, bon- I just sure. like that word bonus, like anything yeah. that we see as a bonus to our existing content could be delivered this way. 100%. I love it. I love your creativity. That's awesome. Yeah. So there is um, a variety of ways you can actually deliver messages. So a standard text message that you would just like text your boyfriend, like bring home ice cream or something, (laughs) just the words, right? That is called an SMS, simple messaging system. Um, But when you send a picture of your dress in the dressing room to your best friend and say, what do you think of this? Right. That's an MMS, multimedia system. So uh, service. So that's basically like a picture and it could be a picture, a video, an audio clip. Um, and so you can actually send that through text as well. And it gets a even higher opt-in rate because people are like, Ooh, you know, it's like coming into your stream. Like, so you could actually have like a little audio clip and saying, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited, you know, that you're part of our VIP program. 
get ready for blank, whatever it is. And then you can actually send a series of those audio clips or videos. Or, um, but again, it goes directly to your customer, right to the phone. They're always, always on, sadly. We're never <laughs> three feet away from that darn thing 24-7. <laughs> so um, true. <laughs> So, yeah, so you really have to be diligent about serving your clients because you because they say, you know, when you have what is that expression? Uh, when you have a lot of power, you have the choice to use it for good or evil. I don't know. <laughs> like with 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 something comes great responsibility. I always blow that quote. With great um, power comes great responsibility. Yes. There yes. you go. So by owning your list, you have great power. You literally have your customers in the palm of your hand. And so. You know, our system actually doesn't allow you to text before 7 a.m. in your time zone and after 9 p.m. in your time zone because that's just polite, right? Um, but you could text them every five minutes if you wanted, and but that would be obnoxious and nobody would like you and they would opt off your list faster than a... What I'm saying is, so you treat them like, what would you want to do? It's like, here's another example. So we actually were blessed with um, the military account. We work with the military, uh, the, the U.S. Air Force and the U.S. Marines. And when we first got their account, it was so funny because here is little old me standing in front of a bunch of colonels and, and and general, all those people. They were like so excited that they had the ability to communicate directly with their staff, their personnel, basically the men and women in uniform. And they were like, oh, my God. So they're thinking, you know, when you got put a, some guy in boot camp, you tell them what to do and they do it, you know jump, how high, that kind of stuff. So we're like, oh my gosh. Okay, so we can actually tell them like what to do, when to do it, how to do it. I'm like, well, you can. Okay, so how many texts can we send them a day? I'm like, wait, like you don't want to do that. They're like, well, yeah, we do. We want to tell them what to do because a lot of times they don't respond to us if they're out in the field, but text marketing will get through if they're cell towers, right? I'm like, 100%, like it's guaranteed to get through. It's not like, you know, spam or email. And they're like, okay, so we want to tell them like when Relvery is and when they have to do this and when, and I'm like, whoa, 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 slow your roll, dudes. Like <laughs> I said, they, this is their personal device. Unless you're willing to buy them a cell phone, pay for their service and, you know, keep it, you know, locked onto their body. This is their personal device and you have to respect that. And, you know, and of course I could have made a lot more money if I, <laughs> I would have gone with that. But I said, you know what, you're going to, you're just going to anger them and they have right. guns. <laughs> and they have guns. <laughs> yes, be careful <laughs> who you anger. That's right. That's right. So yeah, so it does. It's great. So we actually um, have some bases that use it to tell their Marines what's to eat in the mess hall. So they have they're strong and healthy. And we have other bases that use it for like social things, like hey, we're having a dance, we're having a poker game, we're having a concert for the families. Because you know, when you're living on base, sometimes it gets boring, and they want to keep people happy. And um, so I'm so blessed that they use our system to be able to communicate um, to people who feel a little disenfranchised. You mentioned audio earlier, sending audio clips. And before you mentioned that, I had actually written down in my notebook, use audio because I'm on this train lately of trying to get food bloggers to use audio more. Awesome. Because there's so much power there because it's just like that human connection without having, we've talked about this before we recorded, without having to get on video. It's just yes. such a powerful way to communicate. So I love that idea of just sending a quick audio clip through text message to say, hey, it's Megan. I'm working on this new exclusive sauce recipe and you're on my VIP list. So I'm giving this to you. Here you go. Have a great week. Love you. You know, just like something really yeah 
Um, I actually got shivers. That is such a oh, great idea. And people oh my gosh, connect people with feel that. So, people feel, would feel so loved. And that's, and again, this is totally dating me. I already said, been in business <laughs> for four years. But remember the TV show Cheers? Oh, yes. Love Cheers. Yes. Thank you. Um, but when when uh, one gentleman would walk in, everyone would say, Norm. Yes. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Right? And the theme of the song was where everybody knows your name. Yeah. Right? People crave human connection. Yeah. And I think a lot, I think that's why social media became so hot so fast is that they were able to connect with long lost friends in high school or college or work relationships or family because they wanted to know what was going on in their life. They wanted to be seen and heard. And that's why vanity metrics, even though now quote, it's dead because I just went to the social media marketing world. Um, it doesn't really even matter how many people like your stuff, by the way, it, they're totally downgrading that. So that's a whole nother conversation. Um, but it's all about engagement, which we all knew, I think, mentally, like, or, you know, in our hearts, we knew that was important. But we're like, no, 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 we just want a million people to like our stuff. No, it's all about who engages with you. So on your stories and on your reels, which they're pushing heavy video, it's heavy. Um, but the same thing with audio, like it's a human talking to you. And you're talking to your audience like they're humans, like they matter, because everyone wants to feel like they matter. Everyone wants to be wants to be seen and heard and listened to and understood, right? I think right now with all the lockdown and everything, people feel invisible. They feel isolated and not important. I'm about to cry. Like Aww. it's so it's so important that we not only treat our friends and family that way, um, and of course senior citizens and disabled and people who again who are just like on the fringe that feel like no one cares anymore about them. But it's important to treat our customers like that, like. But they're important because they took the time to read your blog or listen to your message or be a part of your group that they care enough. And so you need to treat them the same way that you care enough about what they think and what they because you don't you love like when you write a blog comments and questions. Don't you love that? Yeah, I do. And especially yeah. you mentioned like people using your name, like when people use my name, it just makes you feel like, oh, they actually took the t- time to write my name and they know me. And yeah. if I can hear them say that, even more powerful. If somebody yeah. actually talks to me with their human voice, oh, yeah. isn't that just isn't that just awesome? Yeah, it is so awesome. In fact, I was going to say because a text you can actually personalize it, so you'd be like, "Hey, Megan, we have the special for you today." Again, that would be in written form. Um, so, I mean, you could take the time to record everybody's name. Right, <laughs> that, would that would be right. <laughs> <laughs> that would take a while. Yeah. Um, okay, so that gives me some really good ideas, and then I was also thinking about just evaluating the texts that come into your phone and seeing which ones are not spammy. Like, which ones do you actually like? Because I am on a few lists of groups like that I actually value. And I like hearing from these people. And they don't really know me very well, but I feel like an important individual because of the way they frame the text and also their frequency. So they don't like oversaturate my inbox. They're really, they make every message timely and personable. So just noting what comes in that you like and maybe um, doing something similar. Yes. So um, yeah, so I'm a, obviously a text junkie because I want to sign up for everybody <laughs> to see what they do. <laughs> yeah, I bet. So, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we've been doing this now, like I said, um, for 15 years. Um, yeah. And some people are like, oh, honey, 
Oh, <laughs> look at you trying how to do that. But, you know, you're totally missing the boat. Um, yeah. So I would say based on your your suggestion, actually, the personal, the better. So based on their purchases, based on um, groups that they're involved in. And again, like I said, it's so easy to segment your your market with a keyword um, that you know what these people are interested in. So you might have a keyword that is all about cooking class that is connected to your cooking classes. You might have a keyword that's all about just, you know, your blog. So people want to know when it's coming. Cause that's the other thing because people don't open their email as much. Some of my customers are actually saying, um, by the way, I sent you a text, um, look for it because there's a special in it. And so people will get that text and go, Oh, Oh, I, I'll go check my email because, you know, it gets lost. It gets in junk mail. It gets buried with all the other spam. So, um, so that's a, that's another way to, to bring attention to it. But again, it's, it's getting to know your audience, what they want. Um, we also have a feature like polls and questionnaires where, again, a lot of the features on our software is really just all about engagement. It's learning about your customers so you can serve them better. So, you know, asking one example, um, one of our, um, we have a Mexican food chain that uses our service. In fact, they grow their, they grew their list. We've, I think they've been with us about five years. They're, I think they have over 80,000 people on their list. This is a small little chain. I think they've grown out to about 22 restaurants now, but they started with us and I think they had like seven and we've segmented it per store. So when they're opening a new store, we use um, geo mapping and actually can send a message out to everybody who's in a five mile radius of that new store. And we can send them a message saying, Hey, we're opening on this corner, put a link to the map. And if you, if you text back with this word, We'll actually put you on their special VIP list and you'll get a free burrito when we open. So it has grown their restaurant list huge. And so they were one of my successories during lockdown because they actually made more money because they were in front of their customers. But um, you just said something about the personalizing. So with questionnaires and polls, you can actually say, hey, um, and this is what um, they did. They actually said, hey, do you prefer tacos, burritos or quesadillas? Right. So it was text one for taco, two for burrito, three for quesadilla. Right. So the people would text back, you know, or they got they were actually more specific about what kind of each of those. But so they were trying to, like, gauge their audience in each store of what they like so they could actually stock those stores with the products that made the fa- their customers favorite food. So this is all, you know, tied all the way back into the back end of their operations of their business. But so people would text back one for taco, two for burrito, three for quesadilla, for example. And so when they did, they, let's say they talk text two for burrito, the, the response in the text funnel, and I'm doing air quotes that you can't see me. <laughs> they, if they responded back burrito, right. Two for burrito. They would say, oh, my gosh, burritos rock. We have this brand new spicy Jack burrito and here's a coupon for it. We'll let you know if uh, we have any other burrito specials in the future. Well, now this we have a sub list of people who love burritos. So anytime they were trying to get rid of burritos or they had an overrun of (laughs) burrito supplies or they just thought, oh, it's a good day for a burrito, they would send a message out only to the burrito lovers. And the same thing with tacos, same thing with quesadillas. So it just allowed them to get to know. And then the people who got it were like, oh, my God, they know I love burritos. I do love burritos. Burritos are my life. I want a burrito now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm starving. Thanks, Mary. So then that's the thing. It all comes down. I think you are, you're the one who said this first. It all comes down to personal relationships and human connection and people are craving it and you need to um, figure out how to 
you know, to, to provide that. And then you're going to have these clamoring fans who won't leave you alone. They're going to want to follow you and buy your products and hire you to do consulting and, and masterclasses and everything else you do because they love you so much because you took the time to get to know them. Oh my gosh, that was so well said. I love clamoring fans. I think we all hear that and think, yes, please, I want clamoring fans. And this is so interesting because I've never given this any thought, which is funny because I am on people's text mobile lists and I've just never considered this being a part of my business. But you've made such a case for doing it authentically and in a way that is going to not only benefit us, but serve our people. So very, very interesting, Mary. I did not expect to have this perspective, I guess, at the end of our conversation, but. Oh, well, thank you so much. I I get really passionate about it. And um, it's so nice to be able to talk to someone who totally gets it. Because I I think that you obviously have a, um, heck, you have a show on this. Like you're, you're here serving your people, like people who write blogs. I'm assuming you have your own blog as, as well. I, yeah, there you go. See? And so you've taken the time to create a show that serves your peers <laughs> that have competing blogs. Like the fact that you're doing that obviously says a lot about your heart and your your servant. I call it a servant's heart. Um, so thank you for serving that audience because I'm sure there's a lot of new bloggers that, you know, are so grateful to you for helping them show the way so they didn't have to step in the pitfalls that you probably did. Oh my gosh, so many pitfalls I stepped into. And that is why I do this. Part of the reason I do this, because if I can help someone else avoid all of those pitfalls, or at least a majority of them, then yes, success. So thank you for saying that. That was really kind of you. Very kind of course. Of course. Well, it's very apparent, by the way. So thank you for everything you're doing. Oh, well, thank you for saying that. And if you had to leave us with like one main takeaway, what would that be? Oh, my gosh. Um, One main takeaway um, that you're speaking to your bloggers that they can do it. Or I should speak directly to them. You can do it. Um, If this is your calling, if this is your um, what you feel like you can serve the the world to your higher self, um, keep going. You know, don't get discouraged, you know, because, you know, by persevering and keep going, even if it isn't like you feel like the best thing, right? Done is better than perfect. Just get it out there. Get your message out there. People want it. It's just like I call it it being an answer to prayer because you never know. And there's someone out there wishing that, you know, gosh, if I could only I have this special occasion. My mother-in-law's coming over. I want to make this really special meal. If I only knew how to make her favorite blank. You know, I just wish, and then all of a sudden, boom, they get a text message or they see something on social media or they get an email with their blog and it says, here's how to make blank. (gasps) That is an answer to a prayer. And you've just made that person's life so much better because you answered that call and you provided that service. And so bless you for, for doing that and being that answer to the people who are watching. Oh my gosh, Mary, what a pleasure it was to chat with you today. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful day. It was so nice getting to know you, Megan. You're such a dear. I I look forward to um, stalking you and following (laughs) up. Stalk away. We will put together a show notes page for you, Mary. So if anyone wants to go look at those, you can go to eatblogtalk.com forward slash brilliant mobile. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you everywhere? 
Sure, sure, sure. Um, well, my business name is another brilliant idea because everyone needs another brilliant idea, right? So <laughs> anotherbrilliantidea.com is our main corporate website, but we do have a website called brilliantmobile.com where they can actually sign up for a free account um, and check it out and see if it's something that uh, would help them. And we have um, uh, monthly uh, access to our software as little as $47 a month. And uh, it's there's no contracts and they can just see if it's something that works for them. But I encourage, even if it's not our service, to please build a list um, of people. So when you sell your business, it's more valuable. And if there's an emergency, you have that you have that insurance to help you in your business. Awesome. Thank you for all of that. And thanks again for being here, Mary. And thank you for listening today, food bloggers. I will see you in the next episode. Have a brilliant We're day. We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to eatblogtalk.com. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll be here to feed you on Eat Blog Talk.